how you get work done. Because you get work done, it seems like, more than I do. Judging by our last challenge where I am not as productive and you are pretty productive, according to uh, the NBA commissioner. <laughs> I disagree highly. <laughs> but So wait, I, I have many questions. So is Trello the only... Uh, task manager that you use would be a classical task manager no right. and tell me maybe that's set- part of the problem you want to talk about how how on the ball i am i'm normally wasting time rewriting tasks and lists out oh yeah that so, happens to me too i write them and then i never do them i think yeah, about better so, ways to phrase them yeah so a couple things i'm i typically I use Trello for, and we'll get into this more in detail, but I, I use Trello more for like big thoughts. Like I don't use it much in the normal productive like work environment way of like, this is in progress. This is done. This is backlog. I literally use it. One of the things that uh, again, we were talking about in the trivia podcast, uh, things that are wrong to start. We, we got off on some tangent that um, how much I use it. And for the last four years now dating back to 2016 i would build basically these month by month uh trello boards that you know i i sort of build my year around and it changes a lot like things obviously come and go but it gave me a lot of um a lot of perspective on what i was trying to get done mainly around um mainly around either some kind of financial goal like paying off student loans you know, trying to get like so much done every month, or I'm trying to like build a positive net worth by X amount that I'm expecting to hit each month. Uh, and then things like books, like I would try to a lot of years read two books a month, like one being a fiction book and one being a nonfiction. So I would put those in the month by month columns. And then I would have like a big thing at the end that was like books finished. And I would always put like the cover into it so that I have this very graphical, like, you know, one of the things I like about it is that it, it just creates like a very pretty picture to to look through and kind of look at the things that you've done. Yeah. Um, art's a very similar thing. Like I would put the art that I've done, you know, I would give myself a goal to do like one or two pieces a month or whatever it would be. And then uh, as I would finish them, I would, you know, I would upload the picture and put it into Trello because you can just drag and drop things into these cards. Um, and then just a bunch of other stuff like, like I said, little, little goals, little travel things. Um, and it was just a way for me to like keep track of my, not really my resolutions, but my, just my goals. Like, you know, and I, I found that breaking them up month by month worked a lot better. Um, so do you have a, I'm, I want to get a more grasp of this setup. So do you have a board sure. like called goals and then you have lanes that are months or something like that? Yeah. So I literally like, I have a board called 2016 and then i have one 2017 2018 2019 so i have a board 2016 i have some like general goals so like the first column is just goals so it's like you know a certain net worth thing like a financial account kind of thing a books and then i'll just have like i'll check in the uh, checklist section i'll just write out a bunch of books that i think i want to read and then i'll add to them as i go um things like development courses i wanted to take um, sometimes they're just random things like places I want to travel to, um, things I want to buy, you know, just whatever the case may be. And then I have, yeah, I have like 
a column January through December, and then I have things like, um, like a done category or like a books finished and an art finished category and things like that. Okay. Yeah. I think that's one of the like advantages and disadvantages of Trello is that it is so customizable and it doesn't really tell you how to use it other than like in some of its marketing documents, which do the typical Kanban card situation backlog to do in progress. Done. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't use it like, I almost never, even in businessy kind of things, like even when I'm planning stuff, I almost never use it like a Jira task or something like that. Okay. So my question is that, so you're, you have this board that is goals and you have these different things on it from all vastly different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like when you actually have to do a project, do you use Trello for that and then would you use it in the fashion that it was meant for like for example if you're doing your website which you just redid ryanbob.com mm-hmm. uh, so would you use Trello for that would you create the things you need to do to make that and then move them through the lanes uh, typically I w- I'll probably make a card like I'll, I'll make a card for it, but I mm-hmm. won't move it through lanes. So I typically don't, like I said, I typically don't use it through phases of iteration, but I'll, I'll make something like that. And then I'll have, um, like a checklist of different things, or I might throw in a bunch of ideas into like an inspiration board kind of idea. Um, but that's where it normally gets into a little more granular, like daily and weekly stuff. So I'll typically, um, use i use wonderlist for most of my to-do list tasks and then i make that anymore isn't that the microsoft yeah i think it's it either was sunsetted or it's going to be but um i kind of use it for the same reason i use trello i like that it's simple it doesn't need to be too much and a lot of other task managers need like calendar everything thrown in there like i just want a visual description of what I'm doing. And then I, I also use Wonderlist for things like, um, you know, like groceries and a few other things. Like sometimes I'll have these bigger ideas of just like movies I want to see. So I'll just make a list of them just to keep top of mind whenever I want it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but actually something I'm, which is uh, maybe a little interesting is I'm trying to not use to-do lists as much because I realized the the growing to-do list becomes very daunting to me sometimes. Yes. And I get less done when I have 10 items to do. Exactly. So I'm actually trying harder to keep it clear, um, which is tough because I, I use to-do lists all the time. I literally, I can look over it and I have like dozens of folded printer paper like i do this all the time where i'll fold it into fours or eights and then i'll write to-do list and little sketches and little stuff on one of those sides and you know again like i'm (laughs) i do not consider myself a very productive person at all mostly the opposite but i will definitely get caught just remaking a list or doing something to that effect yeah so as part of my uh wanting to get better at this slash new year's whatever whatever the uh, I had been using I've used Wonderlist in the past. I had been using Todoist, which is very Wonderlisty. I used Todoist a little bit. I have it on my phone, but 
Yeah, There's something re- about Wonderless that I just kind of like. Yeah. So I also wanted to get, I realized if for the same exact reasons that you said, like it is a daunting task list. And now I have two like task areas, right? I have Trello, which is light and fun and has, I can do anything with and has nice colored backgrounds. Then you go to Todoist, which is like this, you know, both of these are web apps actually that are packaged up and are available on every platform. But this one is like very web appy where it's like, you have to to act on an action item. You have to tap it, which then reveals a like uh, uh, action menu, right? Instead of just being able to perform actions on the list, you have to like do this double situation, right? Um, and I feel like the the way it's designed, the contrast between things, uh, I it looks it literally just looks like a wall of text, and not individual tasks. Yeah, totally. Uh, so like I'm done with that because, and then Trello will do all these same things. It has reminders and it has due dates and it has notes and it has tags and it has all these things, right? Mm -hmm. It has checklists. The one thing I miss about it, and maybe I can figure out a way to do this better if I don't, uh, uh, because the thing I'm doing right now is I'm doing it the way that they show in the market. I'm doing the, the Kanban like thing and then I'm doing Different projects have different uh, boards, and that's the thing that's a little bit hard and daunting. That's the only thing I don't like about it, but if I think if I change it around and change it to yours, so maybe we should do a follow-up episode to this episode like in six months, and we'll see um, what if I change into this more like what would you call it? Instead of like a project-based <laughs> workflow, a Ryan-based workflow. Broken. Yeah, a broken base workflow. Um, uh, if that does anything, because like, the biggest thing is like sometimes I'll have projects because well, it made sense logically when I created it to have a whatever project board, but it only has like three tasks in it, right? Because it is a, technically a separate project, but it has three right, tasks. Or, in it. This could be a this could be a column in a different thing, and then just I'm getting it to done, or I'm, maybe I have in progress and done, but I just have all the other columns are the backlog or to do of these smaller projects right or or what happens a lot is like feature creep kind of breaks it and then you know you you end up going back to square one but yeah i i don't know like it's just something that when it comes to when it comes like building a website and i know that i need a bunch of elements that will normally get done on paper just because i like working on paper more yeah. The more that I try to move my to-dos into something like like Wonderlist or Todoist, it starts to get to be too much. Agreed. So yeah. what I've kind of been doing is when I have, because I, I used to put everything in there. It used to be everything from like this huge website I need to do to this huge monumental thing right, I need because, to do in all my the business. Marketing tell, because all the marketing tells me and all the self-help book tells me if I put that in there, I will then get it done. But then <laughs> that never happens for some reason. But then I, the thing that I think was more difficult is that I also put in like, uh, you know, get reimbursed on this receipt, call this person, call this other person, call 10 people I need to call, and I don't want to do any of them. So what I've been doing a little bit more this year is I'm using, which sucks because inbox is about to go away. I hate that all of my good emails clients get taken away. Oh, there are me. no good email clients. Not anymore. <laughs> but I used to use inbox, and it, you can do this with Gmail too, I think, but like 
I would create reminders for like call this person and I'll set it for three days later or whenever I think it's yeah. needed. I um, I know th- I know that people like that and that's like the new hotness is like rethinking the email uh, metaphor by taking it out of pure inbox and outbox right and putting it in folders and putting it into this thing where it can come it sends it out of your inbox and it looks like it the you know i don't want to deal with it now so reminding me later what reminding me later does is it basically deletes it from your inbox hides it and then brings it back as if it were a new mail at a designated time yeah i think that's so weird it's so weird to me i it's break because the metaphor I can understand the metaphor of email. It's email. It's an inbox. It's like mail. You know, not that I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just send a letter. But like, I understand the the fact that things come into my inbox and then I just deal with them. I'd rather them come into my inbox than I deal with them in some way that is moving them around, you know, and not just hiding, like sweeping all this stuff under the rug. So are you really good? I, I think this should be its own episode sometime, but are inbox you zero? good with inbox zero or do you I'm let pre- things yeah. pack up a lot? No, I'm very, I think I, I don't let them pack up, but basically how I do it and I'm not, this breaks down when you're doing a lot, a lot of stuff and you have a lot of conversations. Like it broke down a little bit more when I was full time freelancing and I have talking to a lot of clients a lot of the time, yeah. but now that I'm not doing that and it's just like, this random stuff I have to deal with like it. Yeah. I, you know, try and every time I get a, uh, like marketing email, I immediately unsubscribe from it immediately. Yeah. And then I whole, hardly get any of that. So none of that noise is in my inbox. And I don't like, you know, these split, you know, where either t- like uses machine learning to like tag them. Like this is what, Gmail does this if you don't no, I think I hate now that about Gmail. Does, does it by default. You could turn it off, but it's kind of a weird way to turn it off. But yeah, yeah it'll tag it like promotion or newsletter or, you know, priority if it thinks it's like a priority. I hate that. Like I will decide what is what. Like I don't want, I, especially uh, my fear is like I'm going to turn off newsletters, right? And newsletters are it's going to like miss like a like my like vehicle re-registration email from the state (laughs) of Illinois and thinks it's a newsletter or promotion or something. And then I'm going to be fine five hundred dollars or whatever they charge, you know. So so with email, there's definitely two camps. There's like the people who literally have 10,000 emails in their inbox and it's all marketing crap and they just filter through that. And I'm way more in your uh, camp like I get rid of. Every uns- like I unsubscribe everything I can, like nothing yeah. that isn't important. Yeah, I, and I I look at it, especially now that I'm doing more freelance stuff, and I'm I'm thinking in a business mindset more, and it's harder to get away from that stuff. Email is something that is I'm trying very hard at the end of the day to hit inbox zero, and then I know that I can put it away for the night. And that's where even things like what you said you're not a big fan of, but like. Um, swiping it till the next morning or the next day or something like that, I kind of like because if I know I don't need to get to it till tomorrow, I don't want to think about it then. So I can kind of erase it for the night. Yeah. And then I have a separate, I have separate Gmails that I use for like the one marketing thing that I do 
Git are either like tech things or travel. So I have a whole Gmail set up just for like travel spam because I do know that I periodically want to look through that, but I don't want it cluttering up my inbox. So I just have yeah. a whole separate one for that. One good hack that I don't use very often, but is sometimes good to use is, do you know on Gmail, if you had a plus, right, and then anything else after that in your email address, right. so it, like you can do, you know, say you're, you know, rbot at Gmail, right, rbot plus travel when you sign up for one of those, yeah. right, and then one, they don't have your real email address now, and you can block those easier, or you can create a filter and have it everything sent directly to that, right? You don't yeah. have to do it by looking at the sender. You just look at the incoming address. Yeah. The one thing, that that's something I always tell myself I'm going to do, and then I forget exactly how to set it up whenever I put an email in, and then I always forget. Um, yeah. But the one thing I like about that is that you can do, like, username plus um, plus target at gmail.com and you're like because i put my thing into target.com and now it's like if i get some shady looking thing and my email is plus target i know that i know where to raise a fit exactly <laughs> which is kind of exactly nice. all right so to give you an idea i have three emails in my inbox right now okay two of them are just online orders that are not amazon that i want to keep track of until they come when they come i'll just archive it Mm-hmm. Um, just I just want to know sometimes because it has the tracking info, so I can just hit it, or I I just I'll know to check in on it every so often because Amazon I can rely on it to send me a notification or come to my house when it's coming from like a third party. Sure, it's a little bit I want to keep track of it. The other thing is a 1099 for some freelancing stuff that I did because I haven't done my taxes yet. Yep. So that's the only those are the only things. Like I can see how that can get crazy. Like maybe you know, like you said. I'm not going to do my taxes until next week, so I should snooze this until next week, and then it's not in my inbox. But then I never trust that, like this snooze. I'm a developer. I know things with time are crazy. <laughs> like then my 1099 is going to be lost forever because because yeah, I snooze I, this email. You know, it's going to be lost until you know December 20th. You know. 30, 20. <laughs> yeah, I have a handful of 1099 things or things similar that are just snooze till the end of February, beginning of March, because I know I'm not going to get everything in document wise until then. So I don't even bother anymore. I used to fret about getting all of my attacks I've done like January 1 and I waited two months to get all my papers in. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even bother. But yeah, for so f- for Trello, I'm trying to think of of stuff. So like I have like a podcast call, like for, for 2019, one of the things I said is that I'm actually trying actively to, to not do that. I'm trying to really open myself up to just have more time. And it gets a little bit back to the to-do list thing where if I have, if I take all of the six, you know, the five to 10 side projects I want to do, and I give myself two tasks on all of them, I'm never going to get anything done. (laughs) But if I just have a blank slate, I always find a way to just take something and start working on it. So I'm actually trying to like dive into that idea a little bit more. So I only really have three core goals and we talked about it on things that got wrong, but it's um, to do a full year of things that got wrong. (laughs) That's literally one of them Uh, to hit my freelance revenue and then just to do more art. And art is a completely, you know, the other ones have have numbers attached to them. Do more art is 
just kind of a freestanding one. But then I also have cards for um, podcasts, which, you know, this and things I got wrong are on there, uh, as well as like guest podcasts and guest episodes that I'm able to be featured on. Uh, so I'm kind of keeping track of those, mostly just for my own sake. Like, like I said, the thing that I love most about Trello and why I use it is it's so picture focused and it just kind of creates a scrapbook for me to reflect on. So it's really nice to be like, I, I was a guest on this podcast and now I kind of put their, their uh, cover art on a card. So now I just have that to kind of re- reflect on. Same thing with the art. Yeah, um, it's like the secret. It's your vision board. And if you look at it every day, it'll come true. Yeah. So using a combination of that and checklists, like one of the things I'm trying to do is um, I give myself an odd challenge and maybe this can become a challenge on the show sometime, but... I had a uh, no-spend January where I tried to not buy a single new thing, nothing that wasn't groceries. Oh, that's such a good, Um, so good. Yeah, and I'm trying to reach 20 days of not spending, and I should hit that. I'm at 19 today. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I'll be good. You Uh, should buy yourself a cake. (laughs) (laughs) So I... Yeah, and I, I wasted a lot of days of being like, crap, I gotta go grocery store and pick up these two things. So yeah. a lot of these days are like $4 purchases. See, Had I planned it is, a little better, it would yeah. have been a little better. But Oh my uh, God. So this is a problem with, because I want to go into this topic really deep right now, uh, because part of what I, I wanted to do that, but I definitely fell short of that this month. So it's weird that we had this same sort of idea. Uh, but I think it's coming off of like Christmas and stuff where you're spending a lot of money traveling and buying things and eating right. out and stuff like that. Um, one of my main ones was not to, cause that an easy one not to spend money on, which is a huge waste of money, which I'm really off of, of right now, which is like takeout food. One, it's so expensive. Yeah. It is, you know, especially when you, you know, use Uber Eats or whatever and, or especially DoorDash where they hide like the number of what your food actually costs, because you're it's just it's this crazy psychology, right? Because I picked out all the food I want. I it's in my head I already ate it, right? And I hit checkout, and then it adds all this extra money, like twenty percent more money. Yeah, yeah, because it's going to add tax. It's going to add the service fee, which yep. who the hell knows what that is? Sometimes there's a service fee and a delivery fee, and then there is the and the tip, right? So, like, oftentimes it's 20% more money. Right. Right? And now, like, somehow I'm spending $30 to get a cheese pizza delivered to my house. <laughs> you know? And uh, so, like, getting, getting that out of my life, I'm convincing myself. And then it's not good, right, too, because, like, it's some dude in his car. And he doesn't have the bag for the pizzas. So the pizza's cold. <laughs> you know? Like, it's, cr- you know, yeah, it's, everything it is terrible. 40 minutes because he's already, he's dropping oh, off yeah. five other ones. Oh, yeah, he's dropping off five other things. I ordered something, like, oh, my God. I ordered something to, uh, last month and it was it was donuts from stan's donuts and i wanted them in the morning right Mm -hmm. and i ordered them like pretty early i ordered them like at nine right and this guy had like so many other deliveries it took two hours it was almost lunchtime by the time i had my breakfast donut (laughs) yeah that that's insane. Like, and I'm, if it was like not something that would travel well, like a donut at least. May I wonder if they have an algorithm that's like, okay, it's donuts, so it travels well, so it could be on the last of the deliveries. Uh, maybe I would assume it's just based on 
his travel route or something but yeah i assume it is but like if it was any other food it would be a disaster yeah this should be its own episode because we could definitely talk about that stuff just about food and because i I definitely i've i've stopped using doordash and stuff like that in favor of trying to find restaurants who have their own even though there's a whole (laughs) we can do a whole story about how i did a similar thing for four hours with uh um uh wing stop <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh so yeah like this year i have some books on here that i'm I'm just keeping track of books that i want to read and then i'll put the covers on there as i read them just again it's just kind of a like i think that's the the interesting thing maybe is that i i use trello more as like a memento and remembering what i did versus planning what i'm going to do yeah, um, that's actually very interesting because, yeah, it is very, very, it can be very visual. And I think that's why I like it, but I don't do those things that make it like as visual. I don't re- rarely put images on things. I rarely put tags on things Yeah, um, that would add just more visuality to it. Um, but I need to throw out a new technology for you. I need you to go open your browser and type in the words kanbanmail.app. C A or K A N K A N yep dot sorry what is it dot what app A P P yeah so this Kanban dot app Kanban mail dot app all right new rule no saying URLs on the show I should have just (laughs) messaged this to you uh all right what kind of hellscape is this this, this is like is, a this, this is, is Trello thing, for inbox. This is things nightmares or Jira are made for of. inbox. Yes, this is basically Trello for your inbox. So this is too much. Yeah. I know this is another. This is like the epitome of bastardizing the email metaphor. Is completely changing it into a completely different thing. It's kind of insane to me. So I encourage the audience the audience to look at this and then vomit. Eight dollars uh, a month. I know, and I thought it was like a, um, like a e, like a Gmail, like maybe just like a Gmail like add-on, mm-hmm. right? But I think it might be. Judging by that, it might be their own email service, which I would not trust as far as I can tell. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, if it Although, was, it is yeah. funny that it has. Is Kanban Mail worth it? Type in your hourly rate, and then see how many seconds or minutes you would have to spend for it to pay itself off which is such a like as somebody who just wants the straight facts and they give you the price up front but it's like i kind of love that and hate it where it's like look how easy it would be for you to earn your money back after doing this yeah that's very broy startup broy yeah like i i i'm definitely one for like do a little hourly rate math right which is like something like if you need would it make more sense for you to hire someone to mow your lawn or for you to mow your lawn? Well, take your hourly rate right. times how long it takes to mow the lawn. And if hiring someone is less than that, you should probably hire someone. In theory, it's worth it. Yeah. Which is definitely its own episode as well. Because we could yes. definitely... Write it down because I'm not writing any of this down. Which is how I get into uh, wanting to use takeout apps and stuff. When I get frustrated after spending an hour and a half going to pick something up. And then I'm like, I could have just been working and it would have paid itself off. Yeah. So oh, I really want to get into this because I just it's very fresh in mind. I'm going to say it real quick and then we'll go into a deeper discussion later. So what uh-huh. I did in order to more... 
uh, I noticed, right, when I would go out maybe every other weekend and would actually go to like a store, a physical store, whether, whether it's a grocery store or a like Target type store, which are sometimes one and the same, I would find myself because of how those situations are set up spending more than I wanted, right? Sometimes significantly more than I wanted because, oh, there's this thing here and it's quote unquote on sale, right? There's mm-hmm. a, Hey, there's there's a new there's a forty inch four K television and it's only two hundred dollars. <laughs> you I get a good off- deal on something you weren't gonna buy originally. Yes, exactly. So, but my original reason to go there was to get food or get like household supplies, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did the very beginning of the year, I went to Amazon, subscribe and save, and I put all that stuff that is like the household supplies and all the stuff that I would normally spend time and money going out, right? And there's also time because I'm in the city, so I need to like get in my car and I need to go to the the busiest Target in the United States. And At the time off work when everyone else is there. Exactly. Even better point. And, you know, some people that I might do this with might have anxiety about that too, not me. Um, so... I'm like, okay, I can, instead of, I and I go there because I need, like, Windex, you know? Or I need, you know, I need whatever, you know, a head of lettuce. And what I did is, at least for the household stuff, subscribe and save, right? Not, Which for, the now same, not for the same purpose. Right. You don't Which need is Windex that, and a head of lettuce for the same reason. Well, Windex fixes everything. From That's from my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, yeah, so there... Now I'm subscribed and saving, right? And now it fits my budget because I'm. It's, it's gonna, Amazon's going to send me a box at the end of every month with all the stuff I need for that month, right? You know, please send me a bottle of Windex every two months. And then, you know, if you find the right things, if you fill up your subscribe and save enough, you save 5% or 15% on these things. So yeah. you end up with a pretty good savings. So that was part of it. So I'm to reduce going there. And then... Uh, in terms of going to the grocery store, at least Amazon Prime now delivers, and they're all their Whole Foods now. So you could literally, within two hours, for no extra charge, by the way, uh, just buy everything that you would buy at Whole Foods, and a man delivers. Just your to you. 120 bucks a month yearly fee. Yeah, yeah. Which we could actually talk about. I didn't think about that till just a second ago. Is uh, I. I me and Rachel, we no longer have Amazon Prime. Uh, I no longer have... This is another show topic, but no longer have Adobe Creative Cloud. Uh, I don't pay for any services that I'm aware of, except for Rachel pays for Spotify, which gives us Hulu automatically. You don't have Netflix? Uh, I do have Netflix, but I don't pay so for it. like your mother's a, account? Yeah, it's a family thing. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I, I did some of that too. And that's, that's another topic. I don't, I don't really want to get into that right now because we're already way off, but so I'm going to tap into two more things that I would probably use Trello for. Okay. And then we could split off from something. One is that, uh, here in Chicago, there's a lot of good coffee and I want to explore more of the, you call them suburbs. Like what do you call Lincoln park and Logan Square. No, the, you would call those neighborhoods. Those are, neighborhoods. Those are just okay. neighborhoods, yeah. There's a lot of good neighborhoods around, and uh, I want to go visit more coffee shops. So I went through, and I took, like, 10 different neighborhoods down, and I started looking at coffee shops. So I literally have a coffee column, and 
a bunch of check marks or a bunch of checklists that my goal is to now go through those. Um, so that's kind of one that's, it's not really productivity, but it's me exploring more and I know I'll be doing work when I'm at those places. So do you, so I understand this. Do you have a, you have a card that is coffee shops and the checklist with the coffee shop on it? There is a column called coffee and then cards that are like, uh, River North, Ukrainian village. Oh, like okay. Got it. Um, cool. and then, then this is on what board? This is on my 2019 board. Okay. Got it. Is it, so 2019 is your main, like, I'm in Trello, I'm mainly in this board? Yeah, mostly. Do you have anything else, any other boards that aren't this, that isn't this goal board or previous year's boards? Uh, I do. I have a freelance one, which is mostly just to keep tabs on. It's not really about um, day-to-day stuff. It's just me keeping tags on the clients and websites that I've done. Uh, I have a recipes one which is mostly just ideas for recipes and just throwing a bunch of names down. Um, I have a bit of like a bucket list one, like a around the world quest kind of one where I have columns for uh, all of the major, you know, like Europe, North America, Oceania, Africa, stuff like that, as well as like kind of business goals and, you know, just kind of life goals kind of stuff. All right. So these Uh, are separate boards. These are all separate boards. So that's interesting to me because like 2019 is this mega board, but then you would think uh, your bucket list, I would assume, is a little bit smaller than 2019. No, it's way bigger. Really? <laughs> there are okay. the, also a good pro tip is that there are a lot of Chrome extensions and probably extensions for every browser that like count the cards and stuff. Uh, I have 140 cards on this kind of bucket list one, and I have. 29 on the 2019 one considering 10 of those are neighborhoods in chicago uh, it shows you how much smaller this one is right now than okay some other ones so okay so is there a point at which it goes from like in my concept of how you're explaining things to me and how you use it i would think 2019 would be your main board right and then everything else would go Everything else would go into like an other board, which just has columns with all this stuff. And then at some point, it's going to graduate to the 2019 board. Sort of, or... Basically a giant backlog board. Sort of, yeah. It's, and it, it's four different things. But like I said, like um, the fact that it doesn't really get used for productivity per se, it gets used more for idea generation um, is maybe a different philosophy. And like... Uh, I'll give you a good example. Like I I have certain things on here. Um, You know, I have certain things around Europe that I want to go do. And I I don't necessarily have everything that would be strictly London, but I I have like big ideas. But then uh, in a couple weeks, uh, which I haven't told you yet, but in a couple weeks, I'm going to London for a week. Uh, So I will probably build a column in 2019 that just says London. And then I'll just write down a bunch of the things that I want to go do. And then I'll probably put a picture of each one of those in there just as kind of a, like I said, kind of a memento. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question. Okay. Do you subscribe to getting things done? Have you, or do you at least know the concept? Do I subscribe to getting, oh, the, the subscribe GTD to the, philosophy. Yeah, the GTD philosophy. Do you subscribe to that philosophy? No, not, you're not microtransacting, giving, Right. Whatever his name is, nineteen ninety nine cents a month. I don't remember the core fundamentals, although I've read the book before. 
Uh, yeah. So if you remember, enlighten me a little bit. Yeah, the core fundamental, the, the main takeaway I took away from the book was the concept of an inbox and the concept of getting whatever is in your head uh, to do item out of your head and into the board. Or not into the board, but into the system. Yeah. And uh, getting this mental burden of juggling these things in your head out as soon as possible. So then it's not... You know, you have this idea, it goes into the system instead of you have this idea, you're like ruminating on it. Right. Or it's just like sticking in the back of your head while you're doing other things. Um, that's part, that's like number one. And I'm chill, I'm still trying to figure out how to make Trello gel with that. I just put it in. Yeah, I made a basically a personal board that has an inbox that I put everything into. And Trello makes it easy to send cards between boards. Yeah. So just doing that. Or maybe just, I don't now that I'm thinking about it, maybe just having an inbox board that I then then send things to. Another that part, thing I would it, say, sorry, just to fo yeah, uh, follow that one. Up. For that point, I would say yes, but not always within an app or a system. It's often a lot of just writing things down. Like I said, I have tons and tons of these of these quartered uh, like printer paper sheets that I write just all sorts of random crap on. Uh, so that's normally like my first mode to getting things out of my head. Uh, and then I will, depending on what it is, I will try to structure it somewhat either in a to-do list app or into Trello or, some, or something similar. Yeah. Another fundamental is like doing reviews of the system and, and also doing uh, not putting a due date on something that doesn't absolutely need to be done by a date. And doing sort of these groomings of the tasks. Right. That's... Uh, yeah. I... Not as much. Because a lot of these things, like like I said, a lot of these things will fluctuate. So I've had things on previous boards, like the yearly boards, that uh, I never hit or I never really got to. Or it changed at some point over the course of the year. And I'm pretty good at just forgiving myself to be like, this is more of like the idea generation it doesn't need to be final. I don't need to live and die by it. It's one of those things where if it has more permanent due dates, I will take it somewhere else. Like that, that's where it'll be on paper in front of me as like my core checklist to do today or this week. Um, and then at the same time, like doing like I had done up until this year, having like a January through December column helped me keep on track with certain important things like making sure I hit certain savings goals or certain books read. So that kind of kept me in pace for the most part. But if I got ahead or behind, I didn't really like, like I said, I didn't really live and die by it. Yeah. Do you use any power ups? Uh, I do not. Not that I'm aware of. I don't think I subscribe. I know I don't subscribe to any. And I, I think you get like one free one or something like that. Yeah. If you're on the free plan, yeah, you get one per board. Yeah. They could be different. Uh, I don't. The only thing that I use that's not out of the box, like I said earlier, are the Chrome extensions that basically just count the cards just because it's a little easier to have all that information in front of me. Yeah. So I use the only one I've really been using is one made by Trello themselves, which makes me I wish it was just part of Trello because it is the um, calendar one. So it will give you a view of, if you have due dates on things, it will give you a view of your cards as a calendar. Right. And then it will also allow you to 
take that calendar and give you a calendar feed, which you could then put into a calendar program if you need to. Ooh. That would that would be interesting. That would I wonder how that would change things if I had it built out into a calendar system. Yeah, so this is my problem, which is I like that, but then it becomes this thing with all these fighting like responsibility programs essentially right right? so then i have my calendar which is a responsibility program i have a trello which is a responsibility program and then i have like if i had a to-do list or a notes app that i'm putting things in which is another responsibility program my ideal is try and find the thing that is i try and find the thing that is most flexible and the thing that i like most to use to reduce the amount of responsibility programs. And I think Trello is where it's at because of the thing, you know, because I can do these type of things. But do I want to, my, my problem is, do I want, want to put due dates on things? Because if I put a due date, most of the things on this board, there's no due date on them. They don't need to be done because they're mostly things for me. Right. Right. So if they don't have, if I don't put something on them and there's many of these things, right. Um, I can't, I'm never going to, I feel like I'm never going to do them. If I don't say this, I think I can get this done reasonably within a week. So I should put that on it because that's the thing within these next few weeks that I like. These are the few things mm-hmm. that I put due dates on within this last. This is a little bit bastardization of David Allen. But if I put, if I review, I say these are the things I want to get done and I think it's reasonable to get them done in this time. If I put a due date on them, I, I get, and it gives it like a special, if you use the, the plugin, if you use the power up, plus you know, there's notifications. It kind of elevates this card to more importance um, if it has a date on it, right? Yeah, because that's you can get notifications. Yeah, I again, you talk about like productivity. I I am very unproductive when it comes to me trying to assign my own due dates. It just yes. creates a pressure that I almost never live up to by myself. But yeah. you know, I'm, if yeah, I have I'm, if I have due dates by somebody else, I can normally manage those. Yeah. But on my own, I do a very poor job of yeah. citing myself a month yeah. to do this, two weeks to do this. So maybe this is another topic of like trying to figure that out. But yeah, I, I'm in the process of. I I will say I don't meet it, but that's better. I make more progress. Yeah. Right. Than I would have not having the due date. Right. Which is kind of bad because you feel defeated because you didn't put your own self-imposed due date even though you said you could get it done in this time and you gave yourself enough time. And maybe, you know, time tracking might eventually make its way into that. That's another topic that we can talk about. Um, like what things we actually – tracking things to see what we can actually get done in a week. Like what our personal velocity is, which is a very douchey thing to say. Um, Especially now but, that my, my current time tracker of use is going to this like – insane paid plan that is like way outside I thought you had no subscriptions. I, I thought you had no subscriptions, right? No, I don't. It's it's a free thing and it's going to a purely paid one and now I probably need oh, to go really? to a proper yeah. Oh. <laughs> so now it's oh, this fi- the Fiverr thing yeah, or this the, is, this uh, is Anco? I saw an email Co. about that but I unsubscribed and <laughs> archived it without looking at it. Yeah. I'm As so ticked because I, I actually like them a lot and I give them a lot of credit. And now that I'm I knew, using it I knew full that time, business model wasn't going to last. Like I knew it as soon yeah. as Fiverr bought them. I'm like, there's no way this is going to last because they made it free. 
everything free when they bought it. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be used just as a pure subservice or that it would maybe tie into Fiverr tasks as a way to like get more things done. But as a purely paid model, it is not. That's the thing is that like I like apps that are simple because they're simple. Once they get complex, I understand why they need more money. But a time tracker like that, I don't think is complex enough to warrant the cost that it'll need. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think... My goal now is to restructure this in a way that is like a little less traditional, I think, but may work better. Like have a mega board uh, that will give me more context is going to be like one of my goals. Yeah. And I think we definitely have another, a whole topic to talk about. This could be a pretty big idea of the idea of like your productivity being mired in busyness like that busyness versus productivity and getting things done because it is you were talking about like how do i balance all these things and it it is easy to feel busy when all you're doing is making to-do lists and you're not yeah. actually getting real things done right and i think another thing is like setting up a series of carrots slash sticks to like force yourself into doing things, not force, but encourage the flow of work that you want. Yeah. Right. And I, that's, that's what I'm trying, trying to do with these due dates and uh, stuff like that. <laughs>